Good morning, everyone. Um, hope everyone slept well, and I hope everyone's having a good day, whatever time of day you're listening to this. Let's get started with prayer, then we're going to get started with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father God, we, we thank you for allowing your son to come down to, to sacrifice himself for us to have grace and mercy, for us to have life, for us to have freedom. Father God, we, we thank you for allowing us to see another day. We, we thank you for allowing us to partake in your word every day. Father God, as we partake our, in your word, whether it's reading this devotional or reading the Bible, we ask you to help us apply it to our lives, help us to understand it. Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are reading the devotional, hearing the devotional. Father God, we ask you to bless um bless bless our day, Father God, as we as we go through our day, Father God, help us to, to walk. Um in a, a Christ-like way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay. Verse of the day, Proverbs 24 29. Do not say I do to them as they have done to me. I pay them back for what they did. Topic, subsiding a vengeful spirit for peace. Affirmation, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm a peace seeker. I'm a Christ pleaser. I'm a lover of God. I am loving my God. I've heard people say this before, and they are angry when they say this. The one thing on their mind is vengeance. And a, a lot of time when we become that angry, we forget who is watching us and who we are in Christ. Revenge, they say, is the best, best served cold. Some say they won't get one over on me anymore. Or some would say, I don't know who they think they're messing with, right? Sounds familiar? We forget we can't act like what we used to be. We must be people who know whatever people do to us, we must allow God to take care of it all. David one day sent his men to go to Nabal to ask him a question. 2 Samuel 25 and 8. Ask your young men and they will tell you. Therefore, let my young men find favor in your eyes. For we come on a feast fest. Fest day, please give whatever you have at hand to your servant and to your sons, David. Long story short, Nabal didn't care who David was. He didn't care how kind his men were. He wanted them to leave. He didn't care to share anything with David. In verse 10 through 11, and Nabal answered David's servant, Who is David? Who is the son of Jess? Jesse, there are many servants these days who are breaking away from their masters. Shall I take my bread and my water and my meat and I have killed for my, my shears and give it to a man who come from I do not know where? David could have done David could have done anything to Nabal. But because Abigail, Nabal's wife, calmed the situation down, she brought David his his man food as a peace offering, trying to kindle David's anger towards Nabal. He took what he she said. He didn't go any further to pursue his anger. Further along in the in the chapter, you'll see Nabal drinking and eating happy as can be. But the following day, this happened. It tells us in verse 37, 38. In the morning when the wine had gone out of Nabal, his wife told him these things and his heart died within him. And he became as a stone. And about 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. God caused his heart to die. He caused him to turn into stone. Why? Because he bothered a man of God. When we walk in God, we would never have to worry about seeking revenge and stepping out of character because he will protect us. No, no, I'm not saying he will kill someone, 
but the vengeance, the revenge of God for bothering his sheep is way greater than the pain we can ever reflect, reflect on someone. And Proverbs 20, 22, it says, do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and he will deliver you. It says, don't repay evil. Wait on God. And the thing about waiting on God, it could be two weeks. It could be three weeks. It could be months or years until God seeks his revenge. But we must wait patiently for God to do it. God will always take up for us and stand by his own. But we must be able to wait on him. And while we wait to give our attention to to give our situation to God. Some will even say, I'm not a doormat or I'm not this or that. But none of us are. But we have to learn that God places situations and problems around us to see how we will conduct ourselves. Will you do what God's word says, which is wait? Or will you do it your way and react? We must choose 1 Thessalonians 5.15. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. This is the this is tough because how and why must I do good to anyone? Why do I have to treat someone good that mistreats me? Why? Because we are trying to become better people and live a righteous life for God. And we can't do it by pursuing evil every step of the way. Today, if you feel that you want to seek revenge and, and you're filled with so much rage and anger and bitterness, submit those emotions to God now. Submit the situation to God and allow him to help you find peace inside of you. Allow him to help you to let go of the pain and agony that you feel because you are not a robot. You have emotions. We sometimes allow those emotions to take over and conquer us, but we can't. We have to step away and say, God, help me with this because I feel a certain way. And I know it's not of you. And he will help you. Submit now. Render now. Don't let your emotions train you of your joy and peace. Give it all to God now. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to dwell in your presence again. Thank you for allowing us understanding what we must do in order to go let go of a revengeful spirit. God, we, we desire to be whatever you ask of us. We desire to be in peace. Lord, we give you our emotions. Change us. Help us to deal with the things the way you want. Lord, help us to stay focused on you that we pay no attention to anyone that's trying to pull us out of character. Father, we desire to be an example, a beacon in our families and our jobs. Father, walk with us today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, subsiding a, a vengeful spirit for peace. The Holy Spirit had me to talk about this because this is something that I feel, or the Holy Spirit feels that is happening in the world today. That's what's causing most of the, the shootings and the fighting. If, if you go on the internet or Facebook or Instagram, people are fighting. People are, are going up to, to drive-thrus and they're, they're, they're ready to fight. They're, they're going to schools and they're ready to fight. People are going to different jobs they used to have and they're ready to kill because it's a revengeful spirit, or a vengeful spirit that's taking over this nation. It's a vengeful spirit that people are allowing, along with bitterness and rage that follows this. They're allowing these spirits to take over and order their steps instead of letting God order their steps. Uh, it was a shooting, I think, two weeks ago. The, uh, a woman went in and, and shot up a school. They, they found out, not school, but a church. They found out she used to go to this church. And they never linked it to what happened, but something had to happen there for her to get so angry that she went in there and killed. 
you, it's Walmart shooting the other week. Someone went into Walmart, shot up all the employees. They found out the employees was bothering the man. You see, vengeful. I'm going to get even. They're not going to say that to me. I don't fight anymore. I use my gun. Or I'm. they're going to get what's getting, they're going to get what's good for them. Or I'm not a punk. See, we, we say these things out of anger because we don't want to be treated less. And I, I totally get it. I, I totally get it. You don't want no one mistreating you. You don't want to be treated less than, than anything. I get it. But we as people as of God have to take a different approach. In his word, it says, let God order your steps. Or the righteous man's steps are ordered by God. When we take the steps of vengefulness, we're not letting God order our steps. We're doing whatever we want to do. We're allowing this, the spirit of bitterness and rage and anger to follow. We have to stop allowing those three spirits to follow us. Even when road rage, I've seen a lady, a car was driving. I know a good 20 miles. She took her hand and she punched a man's car, not thinking that she could actually lose her arm, that she could damage this man's car. She didn't care. She wanted revenge, vengeful spirit, bitterness, rage, anger. Those spirits follow, and when they consume you, they consume you quick. And when you feel this type of emotion, we have to take steps and say, okay, God, I'm so angry. Please help me. I'm so angry. I feel like I'm about to step out of character. And within those few seconds, the Holy Spirit's going to say, okay, go that way. Turn this way. Or okay, ignore this person, whatever they're saying. Okay, walk away. But people don't like to walk away because it makes them seem like something. But the only thing that we as Christians need to worry about is what we look like to God. Are we serving God or are we serving man? We're serving God. And when we serve God, we must do what he says. Let's go to James 4. Um, I had other references, but the Holy Spirit told me to take us to James 4. James 4, we can go to NIV version. We're not going to go to ESV version. Okay, verse 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Verse 2, you desire, but you do not have. So you kill, you covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. Verse 3, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Okay, verse 1, it says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the desires that battle within you? The desire to get revenge, the desire to fight, the desire to turn on that aggression, that anger, that's a desire. You might say, no, that's not what I desire at that moment. It is. That is what you desire. That's how fights and stuff come about. That's how tit for tat happens. Oh, she hit me. I'm going to hear her back. She stole my boyfriend. I'm going to steal something from her. No, no, we, we, we have to, if something happens. Let it be and allow God to get his revenge. I've had plenty of situations that have happened to me. And the person that bothered me 
would come back and apologize. Or a person would come back and tell me, well, this happened and that happened. And I don't understand why this or that happened. Not saying God's going to do anything to hurt this person. But vengeance will be his the way he wanted it to be. We don't have to put our hands up. We don't have to take the metal out of our, our drawers, out of our cabinets. We don't have to go up to anyone ready to fight, ready to shoot, making plans to kill or hurt. That's not who we are. We're supposed to be filled with love and joy. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit, those are things that are supposed to fill you, not things of anger. And that's what's happening in this world today. People are allowing their tempers to fly. People are allowing, let me get them back. The vengeful spirit has swooped through this nation. So how do we stop this spirit from happening? We must render ourselves to God. It says, first two, you desire, but you do not have. Some people kill because this person has either a, a, a woman or a man that they wanted or this person have um, a nice car, or the nice shoes, whatever they wanted, they, they have it. So they're killing them out of jealousy. But why are you jealous? That the, the verse tells us in verse 2, but you cannot get what you want, so you crawl and fight. You do not have, because you do not ask God, why are you fighting someone over a pair of shoes? Why are you fighting someone over a guy or a woman? No judgment, but this is what it's saying. It says you do not ask. Ask God. What God, I want a wife. God, I want a husband. God, I want new shoes. God, I want a nice car. God, I want a house. It says right here, you do not ask. When you ask, you do you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. You don't ask God for a house because you God doesn't give you the house that you want because He knows you're gonna be forgetting Him and you're gonna put this house before Him because you're gonna be so proudful of this house that He given you. He don't give you this, this spouse or, or the right career you want because he knows you're going to put these things before him and you're going to be gloating over what you have instead of gloating about nothing, about having Christ inside you. He knows you're going to change. He knows your motives are going to change. He knows who you are as a person is going to change. And he doesn't want that pure innocentness to change. So he don't give to us because he sees how we're going to act. He sees how we're going to change. He sees how our eyes will come off him and go into that job. He knows instead of being off on Sundays, we're going to have to go into the job. Instead of being at, at, at church on Sundays, we're at home mowing the lawn. We're at home enjoying our pool instead of being at church. He knows we'll put that spouse before him. See, he sees what we shouldn't have. But because we're so angry and because we want what we want, we don't think maybe I shouldn't have this. Excuse me. Maybe I shouldn't have this. Why didn't God answer my prayers? Because he sees what we don't need. Maybe he's seen that person being abusive. He don't want us to happen. Maybe he sees that person going to be negative and bring down our anointing. Or pulls away from him and pour, pull his anointing off of us. Maybe he sees something we don't see, but we get so frustrated with God that we say, oh, he don't love me. He hates me. I've sinned and now he doesn't give me anything. Maybe what you're asking for is not in his will. 
you the verse says that you, verse the verse says right now that we just read says you don't act so you don't have and you don't have because god sees your motives what motives do you have why he's not giving you what he wants what, that you want to have so instead of looking at it in this way and asking god, god why didn't you give me this why why can't i have a spouse well, why can't I have a great career? Why can't I have a good car? Why are you not giving me these things? And he would tell you because your motives would change. Your love for me would dissipate. And James also tells us that we are vapors. We are like mist. We only hear for a little while. I can remember when I was 18. Now I'm like 35. I'm going to be 36 this year. Life went by so fast. I remember when I was 18, I was like, I got so much time to do this. I got so much time to do that. And I blunk my eyes. I'm 36. And some things that I keep saying that I'm going to do, I never got to do. Why? Because we are a mist. We are a vapor. And some people turn that, that thinking into, well, it's YOLO. I want to do what I want. No. That means I need to get to where I need to be in Christ. I need to serve God and get myself ready for heaven. But we're too busy seeking vengeful spirit instead of peace. It tells us in verse 7 of James, if you still got your Bibles open, verse 4, verse 7. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minders. It says here, submit yourself then to God and resist the devil. Resist the verge of being vengeful for peace. We're supposed to seek peace because we are of God. We're supposed to seek peace because we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to seek peace with all men. Love thy neighbor as yourself. That don't mean seek revenge. That don't mean carry a vengeful spirit. I've heard of pastors and teachers and prophets and veterans of Christ lay down their, 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 their Christianity and ready to fight. If you have to lay it down, you never had it. If you have to lay it down, you're not resisting the devil. You're not allowing him to flee. You're actually chasing him. He don't have to move at all. He's going to let you run right into him. So who are you playing for? Who are you living for? Who are you serving? And yes, I can I can sit here transparent, full of transparency and tell you, I have lived those moments of, of this is before Christ, of fighting because you're not going to mess with me. You're not going to make me feel less. You're not going to bother me. I'm going to show you. Yes, I used to fight. Yes, I used to do these things. And even when I stepped into my, my first couple of years of being a Christian, I still wanted to fight. I still wanted to throw hands, as some people say. But I had to learn that that's not the way. And no, I'm not going to say I don't slip now where these moments I'd be like, okay, God, I'm angry. And you'd be like, okay, let's breathe. Let's, let's talk. And I would just start praying. So now I would just start praying in the spirit. <laughs> God, start praying in the spirit. And I, I realized as I'm praying in the spirit, he's talking to me. 
He's talking to me. You're supposed to be a beacon of light. You're supposed to be a person that loves thy neighbor, not fight your neighbor. Calm down. When we calm, when we calm down, we are resisting the devil. He have to flee, but we must do the submitting. We must listen to the Holy Spirit that's inside us and say, "I'm not gonna be vengeful today. I'm not gonna take on this spirit of vengefulness and run from peace." Because when you step into that vengeful spirit, it's hard to shake. Because here comes bitterness. Here comes rage. Here comes anger. And you're no longer listening to God. You're listening to your emotions. You're listening to your hands. Because your hands wants to do something that you shouldn't do, which is put hands on someone. You remember, we talked about this last week, how uh, Cain killed Abel out of jealousy. But Cain was wrong. He knew he was wrong. You can't bring fruit to God for a sacrifice. You're supposed to bring an animal. Cain knew this. But instead, he was so angry because God favored, not favored, I guess favor would be too much of a heavy word in this situation. God accepted Abel's offering. We're so angry because this person's driving a new car. We're so angry because this person's getting married. We're so angry because this person got a new house. We're so angry because this person is elevating in God, but are you doing anything to get a house? Are you doing anything to get a car? Are you doing anything to get a spouse? Are you doing anything to submit yourself to God to get these things? So why are you so vengeful towards someone that actually worked hard to get these things? Or why are you so vengeful over someone that has something that you want? Don't get angry. I tell God, this is what I want. This, this One day, in your will, this is what I want. Let's try to look at one of these, uh, one of these uh, references I have. Go to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 15. 1 Thessalonians 5. Let's go there real quick. I don't have that much time, so... We're going to try to do one of these um, references. Uh, once again, the references be in the bio. Every day, the reference and the further reading be in the bio. Um, verse 15, make sure that no one pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what's good for each other and for everyone else. It says here, strive to do what's good for each other, which is loving one another, which is not putting hands on one another, which is praying for one another. That doesn't mean say ugly words. That doesn't mean tear down someone's character. It means to strive to do what is good. Even when we sit there and we don't put our hands on someone and we don't bring out the metal guns and knives, and axes, still bringing down someone's character, saying ugly things and spreading a lie is just as hurtful, just as wrong. Because you're causing a problem to build up against a person that didn't do anything wrong or did, did maybe did something wrong to you. Because you're so revengeful that you're not looking at your words can kill just as much as a gun. We must be careful what we say. We must be careful what we do. 
if we're going to be children of God, people say the word, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ, I'm a follower of Christ. And some people don't even know what that means. We must, we must start wearing that title. We must start living that title and not just saying it. And saying it and wearing it and only wearing it on certain days doesn't make you a Christian. It just makes you a person that participates in some of the activities. It's like having a gym membership. Anybody can go get a gym membership, but do you go? Do you actually be active? Just like being a Christian. Are you actually active of being a Christian? Do you love that neighbor as yourself? It says, do not kill, do not... Do not uh, commit adultery. No, we don't live by the law, but the law teaches us. And it, Paul says this. I don't have time to, sh to look up the verse, but Paul teaches this. He says, no, we don't live by the law, but the law teaches us how to act, how to be, how God wants us to be. It teaches us. We don't live by it. We don't We don't make it our thing because we, we Christ died for the law to, to be dead, but He He those laws are there to teach us how to, he wants us to act. He says, do not covet it. So if you have a revengeful spirit, if you are, are a person that's short-tempered, if you're a person that seeks revenge with your hands, you're a person that likes to fight, the Holy Spirit is saying now that stop carrying a revengeful spirit and seek peace. And the only way to seek peace is to seek God. And the only way to seek God is read our word and pray. And my best advice is stop watching these fights on YouTube and Facebook. Stop watching these fights on, on Twitter because those spirits carry. You might think it's a laugh or you might be like, oh, goodness, look at this. But that builds up. That that triggers your mind when you get angry. You're like, I'm going to do what that. Well, I've seen someone did on YouTube. I'm going to do what I've seen someone do on Twitter. I'm going to go fight. No, we're going to go pray. We're finna go meditate. We're finna go talk to God. We're finna open our word. That's what we're about to do. And that's the type of mindset we have to have. I pray you all enjoyed this devotional. Um, like I said, I know we talked about uh, revenge. I don't uh, I don't pick what I, I talk about the Holy Spirit do. And if he leads me to talk about it, that's what we're going to talk about. Remember that Jesus loves you. Remember I love you too. And remember, if you're feeling overwhelmed, take a deep breath in, walk away. Walk away. Do not engage. Walk away. Find peace. Have a blessed day. Remember, he loves you. Thank you.